Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Now today's topic is how people block themselves from health and happiness with big butts. I'm so very excited about today's show because my special guest is Renee Brent. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Renee Brent is a certified clinical hypnotherapist, author of the book, How Big Is Your Butt? International speaker and faculty member for the Institute of Interpersonal Hypnotherapy. Renee has been a registered nurse for over 25 years and has worked in the ICU, trauma, in ER, and recovery rooms. She helps her clients use the power of the deep inner mind to release blocks and reach personal and professional goals. She's passionate about teaching people how to practice happy and becoming a happiness hunter. Renee, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Thank you, Dr. Carey. I love your show and I love what you're doing. So thank you for being out there. So Renee, I think a good place to start would be just explaining to listeners what is clinical hypnotherapy, training of a clinical hypnotherapist, things like that. Certainly. So uh, as you mentioned, I've been a nurse for over 25 years. Um, My husband keeps asking me when I'm going to say 30, but I'm not quite there yet. Um, But I worked in the ER and it was very clear to me, I used to think as a young nurse that the body controlled how we thought and I now was getting the idea that how we thought, if I could connect to someone who was having breathing problems or in a trauma or accident, if I connect to them as a human being and I could lead them into a calmer state and then they could help themselves. So I understood that the mind controlled the body and I, as a nurse, um, decided I wanted to do something different, uh, went through a divorce in my life, as many women do, and we kind of re- reinvent ourselves. And I went into hypnotherapy because I understood that the mind controls the body. Clinical hypnotherapy. So hypnotherapy is just using the state of hypnosis to open up the subconscious mind. That's 95% of how we manage our life and our, our day, and especially our health, right? So for me, clinical hypnotherapy is using my nursing background, my science. I platform this all on science because hypnosis or the change is only a change in a brainwave. So when you understand the science of the body, then you can access it. So that's what I do with clinical hypnotherapy. I help people understand first how they can Uh, how they feel about themselves or how their perception of the world is affecting their daily health. Because if everything you filter through is a false belief, let's say, of not good enough, everything that someone says in that day is filtered through that. A boss, a 
partner, a friend, a stranger on the street, someone cutting in front of you in a car. And it sends those, we have a reaction and that sends those chemicals into your body. That affects us. And if we push it down and we don't have techniques to be able to deal with it subconsciously, it adds up. So clinical hypnotherapy is first getting to the cause, learning some tools on how to resolve uh, our daily stresses and the chemicals that we put in our body. And then I also teach people in clinical hypnotherapy, let's say they have chronic pain from an injury, uh, a car accident, let's say. First of all, you have to deal with the chronic pain of that injury, that physiological thing. So we um, teach them naturally how to dial down their pain with the subconscious mind because the mind has such an incredible, the body has such an incredible pharmacy that you can't even find anywhere in the ever. It's just remarkable. So I teach people how to use that, but also we get to when they have the car accident. Because if you're still in trauma or you're re-remembering that every day when you're um, opening your eyes or when you're going to sleep, it's causing you issues. So I resolve memories, help people release the emotional component, and then use their body to solve illnesses, um, IBS, you know, chronic pain, that sort of thing. Long answer, but I hope you got the idea. Uh, I get the idea, Renee. So, yeah. yeah. I, and I think the listeners get the idea of... Um, and knowledge that, you know, hypnotherapy has been used in the past for things like personal development and, um, you know, as you were saying, mind-body medicine. But for really the listeners to understand that hypnotherapy can be used also for your health. If you have chronic health issues, that there is a mind component, whether you know it or not, you know, it's there. So, Renee, can you talk about the big butts? Tell us about your book and what do you mean by big butts? So it's B-U-T, but so the buts, I want to do this, but I want to lose weight, but I want to start exercising, but I want to get off my diabetic medicine, but um, those are those are blocks in the subconscious mind and those butts are there they have the highest intention is usually to protect us or to gain something from it that we're not aware of and I help people understand what's blocking them so if your listeners are able and are not driving on the go you can just stop and write down what you want to do in your life a goal that you want a health goal or a personal goal and then write the word but after it Close your eyes, take a big breath, and then read the sentence again and listen to what you say after that. But that's what's blocking you in your life. That's what's blocking you from reaching your goals. And that's what you should concentrate on. Often the subconscious mind's trying to talk to us, but we, we don't have any skills to listen or we're so busy in our day. So the but is the block in the subconscious mind. And if we're, it's stopping us from happiness and health and reaching our goals. So that's fantastic. I love that. I want to fill in the blank, but, yeah. so that could be, I want to be healthy, but, or yeah. I want to yeah. stop fibromyalgia, but, yeah. I want to yeah. have more energy, but, right. <laughs> I want to have healthy digestion, but, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to use this on patients, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> please do, please do, because we're not aware, and the subconscious mind's always trying to talk to us all day, and it starts as a whisper, and it'll get louder and louder and louder, so when I have someone here who's in, uh, in uh, with um, IBS or fibromyalgia that's just really acting up, or the headaches are getting worse, and they don't know why... I do this because I want them to understand what it is. If they tell me it's genetic or they're predisposed for it, 
then I give them science. And you and I both know there's a lot of science about there about how to get to the subconscious mind. There's research on IBS and how hypnotherapy decreases by 70%. Um, fibromyalgia, if you release the energy of what's going on in your daily life and stresses, it reduces. So that's what I get people to understand. And then you can start changing it. It's hard to make changes if you're not aware of it. So this is a great technique for people to really understand and start listening to the subconscious mind again. So as you were saying, for the listeners out there, for them to take a moment, get quiet, ask themselves that question, I want to fill in the blank, uh, but, and then just listen for that answer to come into your subconscious mind. And yep. there, there are no dumb answers. Like, it could be anything. It could be anything, but this is what happens. We we hear a word. I hear this all the time in my practice is I hear someone say, so when I think about that or feel that, it makes me believe and I am well, I just heard worthless, but I can't feel that. That's not true. That is the subconscious mind giving us a word, giving us an issue, giving us a but. And then we're like, well, that can't be true. And the conscious mind will just shove it down. This happens all day long. But the word that you hear the first part is your truth. That's what you're filtering through. That's what's hurting your body that's what's keeping you stuck and when you're aware of it and trust that you that you heard it for a reason then you can start making changes yeah and you know just thinking about this i can see how people including me you know i would do this exercise and then that word would come up but then my rational mind kicks in and i start yeah. rationalizing right? absolutely absolutely that's five percent the conscious mind's job is to be analytical to rationalize and to hold temporary memory so everything's right in front the conscious mind and that's what most of us filter and that's just a high beta wavelength right that's when we're very human when you drop into an alpha wave a change in a brain wave and you trust what you just heard because people do it all day long just taking a deep breath will help you get in there that's where your truth is that's the boss if you want to make changes you get to the boss and that's why I love the job that I do when I combine science of the body and hypnotherapy when we get to talk to the subconscious mind man real healing uh, comes in and it's so amazing for me to see people just feel better physically and emotionally when they do this work so I guess part of the key is just to have the understanding of you know, when you ask yourself that question and you ask, you know, ask your subconscious mind for an answer and you get that mm -hmm. one or two or whatever words to, to trust, to just yeah. first of all trust. Yeah, uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't even tell you how many times a day when I am have someone into a relaxed state and um, I say, trust what comes up for you, trust what comes up for you. This happens a lot in, let's say, dis-ease. Um, It'll start with a whisper. Someone will get a little twinge or they'll feel a little tired and they push it down. They ignore it. And then because the body is the GPS for the subconscious mind, it's given us signals all day long. So, okay, so you feel this feeling in your stomach when you're afraid. That's called the felt sense. Feeling the sensation of emotion, energy in motion. If you start paying attention to your body, the subconscious mind's talking to you. But if you push it down with that conscious mind all day long, it gets louder and louder. So like I said, when I have someone who's just amped up, they feel horrible physically, um, they feel stuck, they're not, I work with a lot of insomnia, they're not sleeping, uh, that's because the subconscious mind is screaming at them. So... Um 
Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to ask you right now, Renee. <laughs> it's like all jumping through my head okay. all at once. Okay, so uh, we we practice this exercise. We start yeah. getting answers from our subconscious mind. Are there, are, in your practice, do you see like what are more common buts? Or could it, it just be anything really? Well, so I deal with the, the subconscious mind and the ego states, which is inner child, inner critic, and uh, adult ego. So if I hear an inner critic voice that says, you can't do that, you, there's no way you could go back to school and, because you're, you're, you're not smart enough, that's an inner critic. But if I hear someone say, I really want to be healthy and lower my blood sugars, but I can't let go of sugar... That's an inner child because I want what I want when I want it is our inner child. So I know that that inner child is holding some kind of false belief that their life is unmanageable without sugar. And we all know that that's not true. It's not easy to release sugar, but you can live your life and actually feel so much better. So um, I help people understand where this belief's coming from. And you can start listening to it and start arguing for your truth which is if you hear something like you can't do that you're stupid or there's no way you can uh, get healthier you're just born that way it's not truth and when you hear it you could start arguing for it but you must do it in a relaxed state and that's what I teach people all hypnosis is self-hypnosis so I teach people how to argue for their truth because it's not true that you're stupid there's no I am stupid we can do things that appear to be stupid or make mistakes, but we are not stupid. When you stop filtering through that all the day, your heart is silent, your mind is quiet, and your body is healthy. You don't have all these difficult chemicals running around in your body all day long. So, Renee, you mentioned two things there, an inner critic and an inner child. Is yeah. that something different than the subconscious? Or is it the well, same? Or is it part of it? Yeah, the ego states are the subconscious mind. And I always explain the conscious and subconscious mind as if we have two minds, we have one mind. The inner, the ego states are held in the, uh, in the subconscious mind. False beliefs are held in there. And the inner child holds those false beliefs from very young. When we're younger than 10, our conscious and subconscious mind is wide open. We're always in a, a state of an alpha wave when we're young. And because of that, Everything that is said or done to us or a situation or experience is encoded as the truth. So, for instance, if you had a, a teacher that said you were stupid again and again for an entire year, that little third grader is going to believe, wow, I must be stupid. Or if, And it doesn't always have to be drama and trauma. I had a, a woman who was having chronic uh, pain and fatigue and she didn't know why they couldn't diagnose anything for her but she had on the outside world looking in she had an incredible life she was financially stable she had healthy children she had a relationship but when she opened her eyes it was hard for her to get, even get out of bed so we worked on some false beliefs her false belief is that she didn't deserve the life that she had and she wasn't good enough for it i did regression we went to the in the subconscious mind of the first time she felt that way, she went to third grade and she's just standing outside of her room at, to go into class and her best friends, her girlfriends that she admired decided she wasn't in the pack that day. She wasn't going to be their friend, that she wasn't good enough. And man, did that just encode truth for her. 
So I help people understand what they're filtering through and the, and change the, the echo of childhood stuff. And that really helps them understand that when they're feeling frustrated or tired or fatigued or overwhelmed, it's not just the adult. It's the subconscious mind who's that little girl, that little boy is just holding, no, I can't do that. I'm stupid. And that's what I help people connect and release. And when you stop the echo from that, man, life just gets a lot lighter my clients always tell me I feel so much lighter I didn't understand every day when I woke up how heavy I felt so I can totally see how powerful this this whole process is and and I think our listeners are also getting that idea of how powerful it is so going back to our original um, your original suggestion of getting quiet asking yourself I want to fill in the blank but listening to your subconscious mind, trusting whatever words come to you, then what should they do next? So it's something called truth talk. And the reason I wrote my book, How Big Is Your Butt? So because if your listeners are frustrated, they're like, why didn't I know this? Let me tell you, I wrote the book because we're not taught how to manage this. We're not taught how to listen. All we're taught is how to push it down and move on with our life and make money or take care of other people or barely taking care of ourselves. So it's not your fault that people don't know how to do this. It's not. So the, in the book, I teach people how to manage it. And, the nec- and each chapter is built on the next. The next part is the truth talk. So nothing is absolute. So when you hear it with your eyes closed... Is it true? Is it true that I'm not capable of doing that? Is it true that I'm stupid? Is it true that my genes are going to stop me and my genetics? No, it's not true. You start arguing for that. If you hear, yes, it is true, then you say, is it absolutely true? Because there are no absolutes. And if you need to to find someone who's made it through something similar to you, do that. Emulate them because they found a way through it. But I guarantee you they've worked through it because they have shifted their subconscious false beliefs. And truth talk, it sounds like it's you're also listening to that subconscious mind still. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, light hypnosis is meditation is an alpha wave. You go through that every day when you're watching a movie, when you're driving in your car and you kind of zone out, you're in the shower or you're on that beach and you're just listening to the waves. You are in it after yoga. You're in an alpha wavelength. Every night you go to bed and you wake up in the morning, you're going naturally through a hypnotic state. So use those moments because that is where change happens. Dr. Carey, you cannot do it in a beta, stressed out human uh, survival rate. It's like throwing balloons against a brick wall. You must stop, breathe, okay? A whole chapter on breathing because we suppress our emotions. We try to breathe shallow, So that's why I have everyone through every exercise take a deep breath because you're actually expanding. Your body posture is more uh, positive and uh, confident and you're getting more oxygen into your brain. So it's, it's not that difficult. We're just not taught how to do it. So yes, drop into that subconscious mind any way you can do it and listen and argue for your truth because there are no absolutes. And as you were saying, it's just as simple as asking yourself, is this true? Is this absolutely true? Yep. And listening yep. to your subconscious. Yes. And if you find you're blocked, um, then you somehow have released or closed off where you can't hear your higher perspective, your higher self, you that knows that you can. And that is why on my website, um, 
practicehappynow.com, you can get two free meditations. And one of them is for sleep and one of them is higher self. Both of those things you need to be able to move forward in your life. You need sleep and you need to hear that higher perspective. Your truth is that you absolutely can make changes. Research shows that we absolutely can change the epigenetics, the genetics of our body based on how we feel about ourselves. So uh, I want to encourage everyone to argue for their truth. If you can't hear it, then go get the web, go to the website and get that meditation and start connecting to your higher self again. It's there. Everybody has what they need to feel healthy, whole, and complete. Absolutely. I don't tell anybody how to feel. They have it. All of you listeners have it. You have it there. You may have lost sight of it based on circumstances, but you actually absolutely can grab a hold of it. And if you do that, your subconscious will quiet down, your body will quiet down, and you will feel better. So then, Renee, after this step of truth talk, then what happens next? Okay, so then you start making a plan for yourself, right? So uh, you start arguing and you talk to your inner child. I like to connect people to their inner child. It's very important. Unless you've done some work on your own, there's probably a false belief there somewhere. Maybe not intentional. Uh, or maybe a, if, if your critical brain is telling you you can't do that and, that and you think that motivates you, guess what? You're wrong. It's a lot easier to accomplish things when you hear a positive voice. So I have people start um, talking to their parts, their part of their behavior. I do this all the time. I drop in and I'm like, listen, you really, you know what? You've been craving Diet Coke. You really don't need to drink. What's going on? Why are you showing up? And then I hear, well, Diet Coke makes you happy. It makes you feel like you're giving yourself a treat. And then I start this conversation, and it feels odd in the beginning, Dr. Carey, but it's so healing. And you're like, no, this isn't working for me. I understand you're trying to make me happy, but I really want you to just encourage me to drink more water. That would be really good for me, and I would feel better. And they're like, okay, okay. And when you get an alignment like that, then you stop the conflict. If you feel like you're arguing with yourself, there's a part of me that wants this and a part of me that wants that, just slow down, go into relaxed state, ask that, why are you here? Why are, why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you procrastinating? Whatever it is, why is that feeling right there in my stomach? And start connecting to those parts and then you start shifting behavior and uh, physical stuff. Fantastic. So, Renee, my next question is about positive thinking. Yeah, because we have, I mean, we've heard um, the importance of thinking positive, no matter what the situation. But what I hear you saying is it's much more than that. It is. I get clients who are like, you know what, every morning I open, I get going and I get busy and then I stop and I tell myself, you can do it. You d- you're going to have this energy today, you know, if they have chronic fatigue or something. And it's, they feel like, I, I feel terrible and I can't even do positive thinking, right? It's not your fault. The conscious mind that when we're stressed or when we're overwhelmed or when we're just busy, busy in our life, the conscious mind is in charge. It's, it's to the front. And positive thinking doesn't work in that state. When you're in survival, when you're in stress, the only thing you have to do is, is to survive. And that's the only possibility, it's running your chemistry of your body. It's on high alert. You're ready to go. Because if you're in a stressful job or if you uh, have chronic pain, your body doesn't know the difference between that and you're being chased by a lion. So you automatically go into this kind of high beta stress. 
it doesn't get through positive thinking so you must slow yourself down um headspace is a great app you can do five ten minutes of relaxation when you do that so you go into an alpha wave breathing is so important so and i want to tell your audience why when you're breathing shallow you're trying to suppress emotion and then you slow everything down again when you take a big breath in and you hold it for just a bit you know that vagal nerve is right on the diaphragm so when you hold it you're pressing on that a little bit and you're allowing the chemistry of your body your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system to find some balance and just doing that allows you to almost push a pause button on the on the uh, zzz, the chaos and just allow yourself to have a new thought of and get in touch with the subconscious mind so breathing breathing is very very important to drop in that when you're in that state of relaxation and you can feel it your arms get a little bit heavier your thoughts are still going because your conscious mind's always there to keep you safe meditation is not a quiet mind by the way it's just for your when you feel physically like your arms are more relaxed and your breathing is a little bit more um is slower then you connect to that deep inner mind and that's when you can tell yourself your truth is you are capable the truth is you may not be able to to affect your circumstances but you can absolutely control your how you feel about that and when you just talk to yourself like that through the day little bit here and there when you learn some techniques to do that your evenings are easier you have um better behavior you sleep better and all of that so just learn to close your eyes take a deep breath activate that vagal nerve bring it down and just talk to yourself and help yourself um, reframe any of those negative thoughts or those big butts Renee I always like to ask if um, if you can give a real life example um, from a you know case that you were working with uh, you know mm-hmm. keeping uh, everything you know you know private yes. sure, confidential sure. but you know a patient that you maybe were working with who had chronic pain or mm-hmm. chronic headaches or chronic digestive problems or chronic fatigue certainly so i um i had a man who had chronic uh migraines debilitating changed his life forever um after a fall from a roof and um had some spinal injury and he was addicted to opiates but he got himself off but he still had these chronic headaches so he came into me i was going to help him dial down his pain uh because when you can drop into that relaxed state you can learn to dial down your discomfort and and decrease your uh medications or your pain levels but i asked him so when you get a headache what happens and we haven't talked about this but i always look for secondary gains it doesn't mean you're doing it on purpose it's a subconscious thing so i asked him so what's happening when you what happens when you have a headache and he goes well um my family leaves me alone my wife makes me some nice hot tea and i go into a dark room i put my headphones on and i quietly watch john wayne movies i'm like oh okay i go so let's do this go into the room get some hot tea, listen to a John Wayne movie without a headache, and let's see what happens. He gave himself permission to do that, and guess what? His headaches diminished by 50% after 20 years of, of chronic he- headaches. If you, The only time you give yourself a break in life, 
the only time you take di- downtime or allow yourself to sleep in is if you are sick. Your body's going to find a way to take care of you that way if you're not doing it yourself. So secondary gains are really important to look for in health issues. And he was surprised and shocked. So we did pain management, dialed down his pain. He started giving himself a break when he was feeling better. But also we went in and we released the emotional bridge to the fall and the injury and the pain and the anger and how he felt stupid about falling off the roof, the guilt. We released that and he went down to almost zero um, migraines. And it took some work, but he was really willing to go in and look at what was really going on for him. Oh my gosh, that's so fantastic. And I love how you mentioned secondary gains because I think every patient, including myself as a patient, like we all mm-hmm. we all have a, at least one secondary gain. And it's not like you're doing that intentionally. That is all subconscious. And that will it sabotage is. you, right? That sabotages your health and your progress. It does. It does. That's why the awareness. So asthma, as you know, is highly an emotional disease. There's The bronchioles just react to stress because every thought has a chemi- chemical reaction. And it doesn't go both ways. It's not only negative. You can have a positive thought and have great chemicals go in your body. So use that power. But so for asthmatics, especially children, if you see that, okay, when they're not, when they're, and they don't do it on purpose, this is all subconscious in a flash. The subconscious mind will take care of you if you're not paying attention. And it thinks it's doing great for you, but it's not working for you in your life. And that's what parts therapy is about. Um, but I had a 15 um, a year old who was missing a lot of school and had asthma. And he was, uh, so he was missing school. His mom would stay home with him, right? Uh, he would get his special foods, and he was having secondary gains. Uh, from the disease, from getting an asthma attack, but he didn't know it was happening. So when we shifted around and he had an awareness, his mom shifted her behavior a little bit, he really decreased and his meds uh, almost diminished and life became a lot easier for him. And in the long run, he felt better because he was more social, he was doing better in school, and he felt normalized. So Renee, um, one last question. As you've been um, as you've been explaining this whole process to us, one of my last questions is, is there anybody who, you know, should not do this process, who might be harmed by this process or who it's contraindicated for? Certainly. So I um, never go off your own meds. Uh, you know, if you're on medications, don't do that. Um uh, if you feel like you're stuck or you feel, I have people that's like, you know, I really feel like there's something that subconscious mind I'd want to go to. Your subconscious mind won't take you there unless you're ready for it, period. But sometimes you may need a professional. Um, if there's something that you just are avoiding and you know it and you know that it's affecting you physically, if you can already connect the dots, then perhaps you need a professional. Um, you could do a hypnotherapist, make sure that their education, they have more than um, 300 hours of training for clinical, but also um, that they're trained in clinical hypnotherapy. But someone who's actively using, uh, I do a lot of addiction work. Because I use that, if you're worthless, if you feel like you're worthless and unlovable, it's really hard to get off drugs and alcohol or porn or whatever because your subconscious mind wants to move you away from pain towards pleasure and it'll do it any way it knows. So I do a lot of addiction work with false beliefs. So anyone who's actively using um, alcohol or drugs, um, 
probably shouldn't drop in because their their messages are distorted in those moments where they're um, where they're um, altered. And someone who's actively psychotic, um, who has who is experiencing paranoia or those types of things, um, absolutely shouldn't be doing this again because your messages are distorted, and then you can't trust what's coming up for you because it's just not uh, you're not connecting correctly. Okay, that's super helpful for our listeners out there. So I think the vast majority of people is completely safe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The subconscious mind's waiting for you. I have people who make an appointment, have chronic pain, chronic uh, illnesses, you know, tired, and they are not sleeping at night. I have to tell you, they make an appointment and they're like, Renee, I don't know what happened, but I slept for the first time in two years just by making an appointment your subconscious mind is screaming at you it's waiting for you to start listening so please do yourself a favor drop in get some meditations and start listening it's safe in there i promise and it's really helpful renee is there anything else that we haven't spoken about yet that you think is important as we end this interview today um I just think trust the science of your body. Go in. Um, again, not scary. I think we, we they did a really good job. I don't like to do too many wild ideas because it's a lot to start processing. But just trust that I see it every day. And um, clients really get in touch with themselves and start diminishing and feeling lighter. And if your head is busy and your thoughts are wild, that means your heart is busy and your heart and your body are your physical uh, GPS for your emotional mind. So if you're experiencing these discomforts, that's where your truth is. So drop in there and um, and you'll feel better. Your mind will quiet and your uh, heart will be still. Renee, how can our listeners find out more about you and where can they get a copy of your book? Certainly. So How Big Is Your Butt, B-U-T, Renee Brent, is on Amazon and Kindle. I'm working on my audiobook. Uh, that's my chore right now, and uh, I'll get it out soon. Then you can go to ReneeBrentHypnosis.com. That's my personal page about hypnosis, Skype sessions, those type of things. And um, PracticeHappyNow.com is where you can get a couple free chapters of the book and you can download two free meditations. Please check it out. You'll sleep better and you'll get in touch with a higher self. And of course, Facebook is uh, Renee Brent Hypnosis or Practice Happy on Facebook and Twitter is at Renee Hypnosis. All of those things. I did, I give little gems. I'm starting a video blog um, in two weeks that go out every Monday. So check in for some little hints. And um, if you have any questions, please please email me. I love hearing from listeners and readers at uh, ReneeBrentHypnosis.com. So I'll make sure all those links are in our podcast notes so our listeners can access all that great information. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Renee, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for what you do, Dr. Carey. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Renee Brent. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. 
Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.